episode 6. This is your host Martin. I'm going to start off today's episode with a stoic quote. I think I want to start doing a stoic quote at the beginning of my episodes now. So this is one I found particularly interesting. So here goes. A person's worth is measured by the worth of what he values. This is a quote by Marcus Aurelius and I believe he says this in the meditations. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's uh, it's a very interesting quote, and it's a handful to think about. So, yeah, new little segment. Anyway, a little summary for today's episode. We'll have a daily life section as usual. I'll talk about teaching itself, uh, about my students and coworkers, and about how my kanji and studying is coming along. This week, there won't be a current events section. I got pretty busy over this week and just didn't have the time to uh, create one for y'all, but um, I'll be back stronger next week and uh, I'll have a really interesting episode then. Um, I'll be going to Kumamoto Prefecture next week, so that episode will also be packed. And finally, I'll close the episode with the fan favorite, or my favorite, the word and the stat of the week. Let's get started. Alright everyone, welcome back to the daily life section. This was my first week actually going to schools and teaching, so uh, it was really exciting and a lot happened, so let's get into it. First of all, I want to talk about teaching itself, just going to the schools and what's happening inside the classroom. So last week, the episode, episode 5, was titled Jiko Shokai, um, which is like self-introduction. And while I was teaching this week, it was kind of, <laughs> like I alluded to in last week's episode, a Jiko Shokai or another self-introduction most of the time, but kind of gamifies for the kids. So I went to five elementary schools, um, five different elementary schools this past week. Um, various locations uh, around Nishinomote, uh, ranging from, you know, schools that had, like, 50 to, like, 75 kids to schools that had, like, 15 to 20 kids in total, not per grade, not per class, but in total. Uh, One of the schools I gave a presentation to, I did a presentation... um, for the entire school, and yeah, the um, <laughs> there were about were about yeah like twenty twenty kids I would say so it was it was kind of interesting and, and in some of my classes there's only like three or four, but yeah I the way that my day would work is I would show up in the office at the city hall, then um, attend the morning meeting, and uh, just kind of. Attend the morning meeting, listen to what people were saying, study a little bit of kanji, and then I'd be off to school, depending on what period they needed me. I'd show up, do a couple uh, self introductions uh, and classes, uh, you know, two or so. Then lunchtime, I I opted to eat lunch with the kids so they'd get more uh, more familiar with me. 
but uh yeah so i was i was i was in there i was in the classroom sometimes meeting with like third or fourth graders first or second fifth and sixth uh, a lot of the times these schools they combined like fifth and sixth grade th third and fourth grade because they're weren't any uh weren't enough students for individual classes like fifth grade and sixth grade then during recess i would play uh soccer uh or whatever sport the kids wanted to play and uh, then i usually have one more presentation or class to kind of finish out the day before going back to the city hall and getting a little bit more kanji time in before i headed home but yeah I during class so during while I was presenting basically the first class these were all first classes um it was all me I had for, 45 minutes of me giving a presentation and uh it was the same powerpoint over and over again like the same powerpoint three to four times a day and so I mean by the end I got really good at it so I, I know this <laughs> I know my about me powerpoint you know like the back of my hand now all the animations and everything um which is cool but you know I got a little repetitive at some point um I'm going to different schools this week so I'll be running the same powerpoint back again so <laughs> hopefully uh hopefully I can uh I can keep my my sanity while I'm doing that um, so even though the PowerPoint was a bit repetitive for me, um, the kids seemed to love it. I th like it was a, it was a big success. I was a little worried that, you know, they might get bored or whatever, but I, I think using a lot of images, uh, was very helpful. Images, transitions, um, shout out to my high school teacher, Mr. Leslie for, you know, teaching me the correct way to make a, a good and informative PowerPoint. But yeah, so I was I was kind of I was kind of going off. I think um, you know, a lot of pe a lot of the kids enjoyed it. I I had like a ten fifteen minute you know, like self introduction, and the rest was like a quiz um, a quiz section, like a quiz that was about me. Um, like you know how old am I? I? Had a couple jokes in there. You know I throw up like four four answers like well, what's my name, and then like one of them would be obviously false like. <laughs> I think one of the for that one I said like Naruto Uzumaki and popped a picture of Naruto up on the top right corner. So I they had they had a kick out of that. I had another section in the quiz where I um put up a bunch of pictures of latte art that I'd made at my previous job. Um shout out to everyone I did uh latte art competitions with cuz gave me a bunch of material for these presentations, but and so I put those um, those latte pictures up, and I was like, "Hey, what is this? Is this a swan, um, etc.? Is this a flower? That kind of that kind of vibe." Um, there were a couple difficult classes. Um, yeah, there like particularly this one where it was first and second graders, and they were like more hyper than usual. Um, they got up out of their seats without me asking them, uh, and they sometimes they wouldn't follow along completely. And usually, like I don't know, uh, I don't know the the kids in Japan or the kids that I've taught so far. Um, even if I don't know, maybe they're like they're not enjoying it or they're not. <laughs> one of them is like like oh, okay, whatever. But they're still paying attention and they're observing. I think the the difficult class I was talking about particularly was the fact that it was 
such young kids, and it was the, apparently the first time they had had a foreigner as a as a teacher as a sensei so they were kind of kind of excited which you know it was good because um, I think you know they'll they'll be excited for the next classes but I, I kind of had to um, just like keep going with the presentation even though some of the kids were not necessarily paying 100% attention so overall I I think I'm having fun though I'm I'm curious so I'm still doing my, my intro PowerPoint stuff next week, but the week after that, I'll be getting into some actual lessons, and I'm excited to see how those go, because obviously, um, if if I'm doing a fun little quiz about, like, America and a bunch of, you know, things that um, the kids might not have necessarily seen before and find very interesting, you know, I think that's why a lot of them seemed to or appeared to like my intro presentation. Um, but when we get into the actual nitty gritty of like, okay, this is a verb, this is an adjective, like, how's that gonna go? <laughs> also kind of bribed the kids at the end, I gave them a little like, American star sticker, I thought it would be, they, they'd be like, oh, this is lame or whatever, but they're actually very happy about the American star. So I was kind of glad, um, you know, shout out to my mom for giving me those before the trip, because it's definitely been a nice kind of find for me. I wanted to also talk about not just the, um, I've alluded to the students briefly, I wanted to talk about my students and the, my coworkers, not just the lesson itself. So all of my coworkers are very nice and some of them are very curious. Um, what I found really interesting personally is that each school seems to have a different kind of culture um, and you can kind of see it even in like what the kids play during recess like some of them play tag some of them play soccer um, but th that difference of culture also exists within um, the faculty as well uh, some of them I feel are a bit more relaxed some of them are a little bit more uptight so it's interesting to kind of kind of navigate that <laughs> uh, this also means that I've kind of found that I like going to certain schools where I'm, I'm excited to go to certain schools again um just because I don't know I felt more more at home there but yeah <laughs> although there's so many schools I I probably can't even name the ones that I necessarily <laughs> was like oh my gosh this was the best time or one I, I I didn't have a particular like I didn't have like a uh, a catastrophe I didn't have a sayaku at any of the schools but there's just definitely just ones that you know I felt felt more at ease so yeah most most of the teachers like my coworkers, are in their 30s there's a couple people my age I found but um yeah it's it's still a little tough to socialize um I've gotten some invites to kind of go and hang out or whatever but a lot of it is like, hey, let's go drinking, that kind of stuff. And uh, honestly, I mean, that's kind of how it is in the U.S. as well. I don't know why. I thought it would be different. Like you meet someone, hey, let's go out for drinks or that kind of vibe. I don't know. Maybe in the U.S., like maybe coffee is more common. But um, yeah, so I'll, I'll see. There's definitely a lot of, a lot of like I mentioned, everyone's super nice so far. And uh, yeah, I'm just like... I'm I'm 22 and it's a little bit <laughs> hard to get to know someone when there's both like a cultural barrier, a bit of a language barrier, and then there's the age kind of experience barrier as well. But uh, I'm I'm sure I'll manage. I've I've started kind of figuring out the 
the social chess that um, is being played here. Um, the principles can be a little intimidating, at least some of them are. The other teachers I found like socialize a lot more easily. Even the vice principals, they're like, hey, what's up? Like how they're really curious and the principals kind of tend to themselves um, to keep their distance. They seem nice. Um, like one of them gave me this like little energy drink thing before I left, but I don't know if it's because there's like a difference in roles and positions that they feel awkward talking to me, but um, most of the principals I haven't cozied up to as much as like some random teachers or vice principals. <clears throat> Turning now to the kids, the kids are a lot of fun. Um, they're all, you know, super happy that I'm there and they're very interested in like know where I'm from and what what I'm kind of about um and playing soccer with them is a blast but um it is extremely tiring this week has definitely worn on me I think I need to be a little bit more ornery about my hours <laughs> in the sense that when I I don't mind eating with the kids and I don't mind playing soccer with them but having to play like having like um, having to turn up in the lunchtime classico at a random J Japanese elementary school every day is, <laughs> it's a little tiring, especially, if, I think I, like, strained or sprained, I don't know, hurt my Achilles a little bit, and so running or jumping are not, not ideal for me right now, and I just, I just get home, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired, what, what did I do? I only did three presentations, and I realized, well, yeah, but, I didn't basically have a break whatsoever today. So, yeah, very tired by the end of the day. Finally, um, I wanted to talk about learning Japanese. So I mentioned an episode or two ago that I signed up for the N3 uh, Japanese proficiency test. That one is like a casual speaker of Japanese. You can read easy texts, understand what's going on in daily conversations for the most part. So that is going to be pretty challenging, and um, I've had to push myself, you know. I come into the office every morning, and I just stay on my, my kanji, my kanji hustle. I, every, every day I'm trying to learn, like, around five, five kanji, I would say. Uh, I find it kind of pretty rewarding, um, like, when I'm able to, you know, uh, see a character and say, like, oh, this one has, like, two different kunyomi and one of the one onyomi and this is the meaning remember an example <laughs> so it's it's really cool like that i think it's it's it, i find it rewarding because it's such a challenge right when if you see one kanji it's not enough to just be like oh this is how it sounds because there's three different ways four different ways it could sound um there's different meanings it could have so uh if being able to hit all of that, it's a good feeling. So currently I'm almost, I would say close, getting close to a hundred kanji memorized. Um, these are N3 kanji. Um, I need 350 for them. I do think that I need to go back and review like my N4 and N5 kanji. I know what they mean for the most part, but some of the, their like sayings and phrasings, I need to kind of, um, do some review on. <laughs> I, I do think I'm doing a decent job, and if I keep at the pace that I'm going at right now, I should have a 350 down before the test. 
I've always had sort of a, I guess you could say like a good ear for language. Um, I don't know, maybe that just comes from uh, learning Hungarian and then English when I was relatively young. Um, yeah, I don't know. I remember in high school Spanish class, for example, I, it was, I never, it didn't really challenge me particularly. It was a lot of fun and I learned a lot. <laughs> no disrespect to my, my Spanish, uh, Spanish teacher, but um, I know others struggled with that material uh, quite a bit. <laughs> um, in any case, the, the, the progress can be slow at times. Like there's sometimes I'll come back and I'm like, okay, what's this one phrasing for, how do I, how do I say this kanji? Um, and I come back and I'm like, I've seen this three times before and I just can't remember, but you gotta trust the process. Um, and also <laughs> I was saying that learning kanji is rewarding. It, uh, just because it's kind of like cool that you can you can remember something and, and kind of, you know, remember all aspects of it, not just one thing. But it's also rewarding because I'm finally starting to, like, <laughs> understand what I'm seeing around me in terms of, like, when I go to the grocery store or when I'm, like, out and about in town and there's these, a bunch of random kanji about, I'm like, okay, I can pick out one or two there. Because I remember when I got to the island, it was, like, Maybe I saw one, and I was like, oh, okay, nah, I don't know what that is, but I could kind of tell. And now in most words, I'm able to pick out at least one kanji, a couple kanji. So it's, uh, we're, we're getting somewhere. I don't know where exactly, but yeah. In terms of practice, I, I practice speaking every day for the most part, just going to grocery stores or just, you know, even speaking to the teachers. The presentations I've had to do for the kids, they've all been, well, I speak in English, but I basically translate every single sentence I say into Japanese immediately after, um, because that's where the English level is at, that otherwise they wouldn't really understand what I was saying. Uh, I also try to practice the kanji, you know, uh, start of work, end of work, kind of, and then the grammar, the grammar is reserved for the weekends, I think after I crank out this episode i'm gonna take a look at this um japanese course that gets sent out by the jet people so yeah japanese is coming along is difficult but i find it a lot of fun um yeah gambarimashou <laughs> all right so that was the daily life section stretched a little long but uh there's no current events section for you so Let's wrap things up with the closing section, and uh, we'll be back after a short break. Hello, everyone. Thank you for making it to the end of the show. Um, before, well, the closing segment of the show, um, again, really appreciate everyone who's been listening so far. If you have any feedback for me, please, any suggestions, shoot me a DM, an email. <laughs> Most of y'all listening know my contact information. So um, please do not hesitate. I'd really love the opportunity to, to get better and uh, keep making a better podcast um, for both me and you. So yeah, but with that being said, let's cut to the word or words of the week. <laughs> I find myself doing pairs of words or related words more often than not. But this week's words are vice principal and principal. So vice principal being uh, Kyoto sensei, 
um, where Kyoto has the kanji for teaching and head plus sensei, which means teacher, and kocho, uh, kocho sensei being principal, and the kocho uh, kanji are um, education plus <laughs> long slash superior. Uh, the kanji for education and the kanji for long superior, that that kind of vibe. Uh, so kocho plus sensei um, is, uh, is principal. Yeah, I thought that would be kind of a, <laughs> a fun uh, piece of information uh, for y'all listening. Those are words that I've had to utter, like, <laughs> quite a few times this week, I would say. So um, that's the inspiration behind this week's words of the week. Kyoto sensei, which is vice principal, and kocho sensei, which is principal. The stat of the week is 150 yen. 150 yen is typically the price of a baked good at this bakery that I've been going to called Sumomo Bakery. Um, and let me tell you, the food over there is delicious. Coming from Hungary or Europe in general, um, like bakeries play, well, they're playing a more prominent role I would say than do bakeries in the U.S. So the the bakery is more ubiquitous in in Europe, and I found that I've missed having like a bakery at like, uh, well, <laughs> at Fred Meyer for example. Um, a lot of the quote unquote baked goods in America are super highly processed sugary foods that I'm just like, no thanks, <laughs> I'm good. Um, and yeah, the, the, the Tesco with the, uh, the bakery in, uh, in Budapest is definitely missed, but I found this, uh, I think I've mentioned this bakery before called Sumomo Bakery. Um, I guess I'm giving them a free shout out right now. Sumomo Bakery in, uh, this, uh, kind of supermarket, I guess you would call it that grocery store called Sunseed. And I've been going there a lot. Um, I usually go on the weekends. I'll uh, hit up the gym in the morning and then buy a bunch of pastries right after and use it for like a lunch slash breakfast combination. So they're delicious and only 150 yen a pop, which I'm like, honestly, I don't know how, <laughs> maybe it's, I think it's kind of medium price. Like they're not they're not cheap, especially if I'm buying multiple, but I just still think in terms of dollar, in dollar terms, 150 yen, it's about a dollar, and I'm, I'm just thinking, man, these are pastries that in the U.S. is going for five, six dollars, you know, so it's, uh, I always, I, I'm always very happy when I'm able to just stroll down, um, after the gym to the bakery, and, uh, yeah, it's the, definitely one of the highlights of my day. But anyway, that's your stat of the week, 150 yen. Now, it is time to really wrap things up here. I mentioned in the introduction that next week I'll be going to Kumamoto. My good friend Nate will be in town. Um, so we'll have plenty of adventures to talk about. The podcast might actually be delayed because I'll be in Kumamoto. So... Um, but I'll keep you all updated about that. It might be coming out on a uh, on Monday as opposed to the usual Sunday. So uh, keep an eye out for that. 
otherwise, I hope everyone's had a great week um, thus far, and uh, I hope you'll have a great week next week. This is your host, Martin, uh, signing off. Peace and love.